Welcome to Let's Talk Learning Disabilities with Lori Peterson and Abby Weinstein. Lori and Abby spend their days talking about dyslexia, dysgraphia, dyscalculia, and ADHD. They talk to parents of struggling students and adults who have had a lifetime of academic challenges. They want to share those stories along with their own insights with you. So, let's talk learning disabilities. This is Lori. And this is Abby. Welcome to a very special episode of Let's Talk Learning Disabilities. We wanted to share with you today about our experiences at the Learning Disability Association Conference. So last week, Abby, we were at the... LDA, Learning Disability Association of America, we were at their 60th annual international conference in Las Vegas, Nevada. Woo, so that was a really, really extra perk for us because we really love Vegas. But we did actually go to the conference. It's a great organization with a great mission to empower, educate, and advocate for individuals in the learning disability field. But it's a big bonus that we got to go to the convention in Vegas. It was at the Flamingo Hotel, kind of old school school Vegas. Vegas. And they had, I mean, so many good speakers. Oh, they had... A hundred, I think they said something like 120 different sessions spread out over three days from eight in the morning till five at night. I mean, so many fabulous We had to divide and conquer several times because there were multiple sessions that we both wanted to attend. So we sort of had to divide them up and conquer each one. Then there were several that we went to together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we would both agree that our favorite session is the one that we sat in with the people from MCAT Accommodations. Mm -hmm, That was so fascinating. And because we get so many requests for those, it was great to get to meet those people face-to-face, ask specific questions. We feel even more equipped now to help people get accommodations on the MCAT. And I do think it'll bleed over into other... Other standardized tests, high-stakes tests. Yeah, they they really thoroughly talked about the application review process. And it, it just helped us see that they're not just looking for a diagnosed disability, and they're not just looking for someone to say, I need extra time because I have a disability. They actually have experts in the field of different disabilities, and they know a lot about the research, they know a lot about the laws, and they are ensuring that you have access to the MCAT, but they have a pretty stringent review process, and I love that we learned more about that. And that they had a rationale. Yes. That was what was important. They there did. was a reason why they do the things the, the, the way they do. Mm-hmm. So while we were there, we um, were super lucky that we got to actually meet not just other individuals in the community, but we got to actually interview a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and we recorded a little mini podcast while we were there. So um, we are going to share that with you guys today and let you hear from the different um experts uh, in the field of learning disabilities and educating learning disabilities. And we just got a few minutes with each one. Some of the great resources that we were excited to learn about and have on our resource list. Yeah, just to make those connections and learn how others are helping individuals with learning disabilities and what's out there um, for parents and students and adults with learning disabilities. Mm -hmm. So sit back and enjoy our mini episode live from LDA Con 2023 in, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome, and thank you for being here. Lori and I are coming at you live today from LDA, which is the Learning Disability Association of America, 60th Annual International Learning Disabilities Conference here in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Flamingo Hotel. We have been to some amazing sessions and we're going to share some of what we've learned with you guys later, but we wanted to start out with a really special guest that's joining us for a few minutes. Abby, who do we have? Today we have Howard Taper, who is the conference manager. Hi, Howard. Thanks for being here. Hi, glad to be here. Thank you. Conference manager, that sounds very important. Tell yes. us what you do. Oh, I, you know, it's it's everything that you don't see at a conference is what we do. <laughs> we try to keep everything that we do behind the scenes. But um, we work the conference from start to finish with our call for papers so that we have anybody who wants to submit and be a presenter. They put a call for papers together. And they submit throughout the summer, and we have a judging panel, and that's how we choose all of our sessions. We have over 120 sessions wow. at this conference, over 160 speakers, wow. and that's seven concurrent sessions throughout a three-day period. That so is amazing. It, it's, it's a, a lot of fun. It's a full three days, and you guys have done a, a tremendous job with choosing the speakers. We've yeah, it's been amazing. we've had a hard time choosing which sessions we've wanted to attend. We've we've yeah. divided and conquered. We, we, we run into that a lot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we we'd can. love to be able to get all hundred and twenty sessions so that everybody can see them, but yeah. we just can't do it. Right. We understand. We understand. So how many attendees are here this week for this conference? So we have over 725 attendees registered. Wow. Wow. And that is, uh, I won't say a record number for us, but over the last five to 10 years, that's that's our biggest. And I think lots of factors. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas is a factor. Sure. Um, being out on the West Coast, we've got a lot of folks from California that are uh, participating this year. Um, and also, I think the effect of COVID where um, we're now back to having everybody in person. Right. And for this conference, networking is so important. And being virtual just doesn't do it right. anymore. So I, I think people are excited to be able to talk to their peers and other people. And so. learn in person. Learn in person. You, you, Amen. Those videos just don't quite do it all Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. Nope. Nope. And, and how many states and countries, since it's an international conference, how many states and countries would you say are represented here? So we have um, over 45 states. So we're very happy about that. Wow. Um, we have a delegation from Canada that's here. We have a couple people from the UK that are here. Um, we still, with COVID, we still have some travel restrictions from other countries sure. that weren't able to get here, but hopefully next year we will um, have some more. So is this something you work on then all year long? Yeah, this is an all year project. Um, we will leave here and immediately start our process of finding out where we're going to be next year and then getting our call for papers out there and just starting the process over again. So we might take a, a week or two off and, right. and then we're right back at it. Well, you've done an amazing job. It's been so far a great conference. We have one more day, but we've mm-hmm. we've enjoyed every every session, every minute. So we have enjoyed thank you. every minute, and we've well, learned you. a lot. Yes, yes we thank have. you. Thank so you. the the last question I wanted to ask is: Lori and I are educational diagnosticians, and I think most of our listeners know that. But who are the attendees besides 
evaluators or sure. diagnosticians, who else are the attendees at this conference? Sure. So LDA has a wide range of members and attendees to the conference. We have educators, both from the administrative side and also the teachers uh, at elementary school, middle school, high school, uh, post-secondary, lots of colleges. We have research is researchers in the learning disabilities field. We have folks that lobbyists that are out advocating for folks with learning disabilities. Um, we have parents who have children That's with awesome. learning disabilities and we have adults with learning disabilities that come find out how they can either help in the field or learn more about what That's they're amazing. dealing mm-hmm. with to thrive with their own learning challenges. Absolutely. That's amazing. I, I think that it's fascinating and, and so important that you your reach touches anybody who's affected by learning differences and learning disabilities. It's not just for evaluators or interventionists. And I love that there's educators here and parents. parents. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And advocates. Yeah. yeah. And that, yes. that's a big part. You know, our the theme of our, our conference is support, educate, and advocate. So it all three of those things go into what we do with LDA. And we are a general organization. So we're not specific to one type of learning disability. Mm-hmm. We encompass all learning disabilities. That's great. And we'll put in our show notes the link to the LDA website. It's it's a great organization and I would love for our listeners to check out LDA Learning Disabilities Association of America. Thank you so much, Howard. We appreciate your time. We appreciate all the time and effort that you and your team have put in into put into planning this amazing conference for us. Well, thank you. And we appreciate you being here. And for your listeners, we hope that you guys come see us next year. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a great day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Lori. And this is Abby. We are back from the LDA conference. And right now we're going to talk a little bit with Nicole and Naomi from Fusion Academy. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining us for a few minutes to talk about Fusion. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what exactly is Fusion Academy? Yeah, for sure. So we are director of outreach floaters, meaning that we support multiple campuses based off of what they need across the company and the school. Fusion Academy is a one-to-one school. So one teacher mentor to one student learning ratio. We serve sixth through 12th grade. And our whole goal is to build out education to meet kiddos where they are based off of a social emotional learning perspective. We've got 81 brick and mortar campuses across the continental United States. And we have an online global academy that's present in nine time zones. And I know when you say online, people think digital asynchronous, but this is live one-to-one instruction across the board. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. One-on-one instruction. So they're getting like exactly what they need. I mean, you can't, it doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't get better than that one-on-one. And is the curriculum at their present level? So no, we, or based on, or is it still grade level curriculum? We do comprehensive map testing at the onset to identify where they're at academically, whether that's at grade level or accelerated. And then we build the curriculum out to meet them where they are. So it's truthfully what that individual learner needs. We are a Cognia accredited school. So ultimately they do need to have a grade level to right. be able to graduate, but they're able to do that at their own pace in their own way with their interests in mind and what they need in that moment. So they earn high, high school credits. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Middle school. Yeah. Okay. 
in addition to having the school side of it, like we have 6th through 12th grade, can come full-time, part-time, but we also can be a support for schools. So tutoring and mentoring, credit recovery, oh, wow. summer school, all of that good stuff. That's amazing. That it sounds awesome. a, like a fabulous academy and a yeah. fabulous program. And I love that you're able to reach across the states and internationally the <laughs> across the ocean. So we talk, we work primarily with students with learning disabilities and ADHD. So how can fusion help students with learning disabilities and or ADHD? Yeah, so this is my favorite part <laughs> about Fusion. Um, I actually work as an advocate. So one thing that a lot of people associate with learning disabilities is an IEP. Well, what about the IEP? And I share with people that we take students who have IEPs, we review their IEP, but we don't have to have IEPs at Fusion because that's the whole point. When you have an IEP in a traditional school, it's because the school staff needs guidance mm -hmm. on what accommodations to make for the students. Because we're already meeting them where they are, we're teaching them how they learn, we don't need a document to tell right. us to do that. We use the student and we allow them to lead us to what's going to work best for them. That is amazing. That is amazing. It's like every student there has an IEP, regardless exactly. of whether they have a learning Which exactly. to me, I feel like that's how the world should run, right? Exactly. Either everybody should have an IEP or nobody should have an IEP because we're all getting exactly what we need from yeah. our programs. That's so amazing. That is wonderful. And that you, you figure out how they learn best and you teach them the way that they're going to learn best. Yes. That's Awesome. And they teach us, right? right? That's how students teach us. Again, love, motivate, teach. That's our model. We want to make that. sure that they understand that they are heard, that we care about them, and that allows them to be motivated to be a learner. Yeah. Then we can begin to actually teach them to the way that they learn. So I'll give a quick example of a student. I went to our Long Island campus, and it was a math class student couldn't stand math she was really <laughs> struggling with it but she was very artistic up on the side of the whiteboard was a little drawing that she created and there was a girl and there were steps and there were formulas along the steps hmm. because for her that's how she, she associated those math equations in order for her to understand so that's how Fusion really works. That is so students. cool. I love that. So can students enroll at any time? Can they only start Anytime. at the beginning of the school year? No, no, rolling enrollment. And again, as Nicole said, we're able to, again, if they just need credit for credit recovery or tutoring and mentoring, um, one of the best things to me is that a lot of times we have students that need other supports. They're in therapy. They're at a mm -hmm. therapeutic boarding school, and they miss time away from school. Even if they have a broken leg mm -hmm. and they can't get into the building, right? right? A lot of times it adds onto their plate when they come back to school and they're trying to play catch-up. Mm -hmm. Right, they're behind. It's frustrating. They're behind. With us, if they're out, either school stops, right, because it's one-to-one, -one, nobody's learning right. <laughs> that's right or again if they have the broken leg they're able to get on a computer and they want to still continue their courses that same instructor that they have at the brick and mortar campus would then get on a computer with them they can lay up at home with their broken leg awesome. and still learn that's so wonderful since it's one-on-one -on -one, tell just talk real briefly about then how the kids socialize i was just gonna ask yes. that. Mm -hmm. so again it's it's just amazing so in between each class there's, we have a social homework cafe, we have a quiet homework cafe, 
They have clubs on campus that, again, are student-driven. They go on trips. Again, the only thing that is one-to-one -one is academic. So even when I talk to people, I make sure that I stress that. The academic portion of the day is one-to-one. -one. When a child is in a traditional school, right, are you allowed to talk in class and socialize? People no. always ask that, but exactly. what about the socialization? I thought well, guess I was what? allowed yeah. to. When you're in school, you get in trouble. That's right. If you talk during instruction time anyway, that again removes that from these students that might want to have a conversation during instruction time, but they're having it with their teacher mm -hmm. instead. And then later when they leave the classroom, they can go into our homework cafe because we don't expect any homework to ever go home. Mm. and they're able to socialize. That's amazing. So the kids can really then focus on their extracurricular life and focus on being better, better well-rounded, yes. be involved in more activities and not be bogged down by eight hours of homework. And exactly. as a parent, oh. as a parent yeah. right. that sat at a table with myself and my student <laughs> crying right. because we couldn't get through Trying some of to those figure homework out their assignments. Math. Yes, exactly. exactly. That alleviates that from the home the life. You're right. That stress at home with parent and child because we have to get this homework done. Sure. We're removing that piece. And then that probably actually helps the parent and child relationship because so much of the negative interactions that occur during homework time mm -hmm. are because of the frustrations the student is feeling or the frustrations over. the parent is feeling and it Absolutely. bleeds over right all, all across the board right yeah. because even with school like if the child is struggling in school and the grades are low what happens the parent is frustrated they're going back and forth and why are your grades low what is going on mm -hmm. and then they're making them go to tutoring for that class so now they're having to do even Extra more after work. school right? yeah the work that's hard for them oh, and that they struggle with, now they have to do it more. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So this is great. It, I'm it so sounds, excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. We're big fans. I'm a big <laughs> fan and I'm so excited for Fusion Academy to um, get out there and for more people to learn about Fusion Academy. And your website, if anybody yes. wanted to access your website and read more about Fusion Academy. Yes. FusionAcademy.com. We'll put a link in the show notes, too, so they have access to that. Oh, thank you so much, Thank you, you guys, guys, for being thank here and stopping in us. with us. And I love that you guys are here at this conference because there are a lot of students that will benefit from from one-on-one -on -one instruction. Absolutely. Thank you, so much. Thank you guys. All right, have, have a good, good day. day. Thank you, too. Hey, everybody, it's Lori and Abby. We're back from LDA today. Right now, we have a special guest. Abby, who are we talking to? We're talking to Nathan Talley from Brem Preparatory School. Hey, Nathan, thanks for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Hello, everyone out there. We're so excited to meet you at this LDA conference and to be learning with you and networking. So tell us a little bit about Brem Preparatory School. Fantastic. Brem Preparatory School... It's a co-educational boarding school, grades 6 through 12, plus, plus postgraduate years. And the real special thing about Brim Preparatory School is our holistic model. It not only supports the academics for our students in grades 6 through 12, plus postgraduate years, but it's also the independent living support and education they receive. The social and emotional support that they receive because it's full boarding and co-educational. Oh, that's huge. So as friendships develop, relationships develop, there are teachable moments every day. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, there's community integration. So wherever you find yourself, how do you become one into your community? How do you engage and live a fulfilled life? Awesome. Um, one Where quote that's always stuck with me was... 
If you're not addressing the entire individual, you're really missing the point. True. So that's where our holistic model was born from. Where are you guys located? We're located in Carbondale, Illinois. Carbondale, Illinois is in southern Illinois. Illinois. About two hours south of St. Louis. Okay. And about two and a half hours north of Nashville, Tennessee are the two closest airports. Okay. Okay. And any any student you guys take kind of anybody from across the country? Is there a specific profile of a student that's a that's a good fit for for your school? Uh, it's a great question. Regionally, we don't have any restrictions. Okay. We we have accepted international students in the past. Currently, we we do not have any though. Oh okay. Oh that's um, great. So good looking to, to increase that. I mean, maybe the pandemic had something to do with that. Right. However, um, cognitively, we look at. About average or one standard deviation from average, below average. Once we move past the 85 area, we look to support our students cognitively with the Aerosmith program. It's a cognitive strengthening program based in neuroplasticity Hmm. so that we can actually change the wiring of our brain and improve our deficit areas that sometimes are one of our major barriers. Mm -hmm. Auditory processing is a very common one. And in the continuum of service from a sixth grader into someone who is would like to pursue college we're gonna have to access some lecture courses auditory processing can be a barrier (laughs) right that can't be built up and strengthened we also have options such as accommodations maybe all of those lectures are provided in notes Mm -hmm. so finding the unique success tools and abilities for each individual which speaks to our mission mm-hmm. is to empower students with learning differences to recognize and optimize their true potential throughout their lives. Oh, that's I love awesome. that. That is awesome. And do you help them when they are in t- 12th grade? You, you've talked about independent living skills mm-hmm. and the holistic approach. Do you prepare them for life after high school? And if they do want to transition to college or to a vocational school, do you help with that transition process? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have an in-house transition coordinator who works, begins working with juniors and, and predominantly works with seniors. And for the wide range of individuals and complex profiles we support, we've had students that go to major Ivy League universities. We've had students that pursue vocational pursuits. We have students who find their best placement in a gap year program to figure out what it is that they're truly interested in and Mm -hmm. where their strengths lie. Um, That is part of our approach is interest and strength based because we know that's what we're good at. That's what we enjoy doing and helping students find that crossroads of how that can lead to their adult independent life is really the magic equation. And then what do you offer for past high school? I know you mentioned some postgraduate, some secondary education type things. So whether they're transitioning to another program, they're transitioning back to their home community, or they're continuing our services and the continuum of service into our post-secondary program, which is called Options, Transitions to Independence, we're providing uh, resource management as far as recommendations and areas of continued support. We may be providing aid in helping understand what housing options are available, what vocational or part-time jobs are available, depending upon the student's aptitudes, Mm. skills and interest areas, helping them apply to college, helping them go through all those steps as they're leading into to maintain the momentum, Mm -hmm. right? That continuum of service, whether they're at Brim Preparatory School 
Options Transition to Independence or any of the other amazing programs that we have, the tools that they take with them are the important part. Right. How many students do you guys have on campus? So we're a pretty small program across both campuses. We average about 30 students on each campus, Wow. which is very great because the individualized yeah. services truly take place. Exactly. There's also a small group that allows for that socialization to be built in, but not be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Right. And with small groups, there's not a whole lot of cracks for students to slip through. Right. We've all seen the student who has the ability to go with the flow and not make waves, but are they truly receiving the supports? Just flying under the radar. radar. Yep. Flying under the radar. Yeah, exactly. How amazing. So That's if people so awesome. want to learn a little bit more about your school, what is the web, is the website the best place, obviously? Yeah, the website's a fantastic place to start. And for the preparatory school, which again is grades 6 through 12 plus postgraduate years, that's brim.org, B-R-E-H-M.org. That phone number, 618-457-0371. Again, brim.org, 618-457-0371. You will be looking to speak with Stephanie Wilson. She's our Director of Admissions for the prep school. Myself, Nathan Talley, Director of Admissions for our post-secondary program, Options Transitions to Independence. That website is experienceoptions.org. Experienceoptions.org. And that phone number is 618-549-4201. Perfect. And we'll include that information in the show notes, too, just in case anyone was driving and couldn't write that down. Yes. Um, But thank you so much for sharing. What a great program. And I love what you're doing for the kids that that need that, you know, very tailored, specific service. And that sounds like they get a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything, yeah. Yeah. A holistic education. Absolutely. It's very important that they're ready to engage. They see that that's the pathway to their goals. And if they don't have those, we can help them identify them, help them find that. Wonderful. Um, Engaging with the high structure and the supports of our program um, are crucial. We are not a therapeutic program or behavioral program, but we do provide some light supports for that social and emotional health. That's awesome. Good Good to know. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. It was great to meet you here at the conference and hope you enjoy the rest of your time while you're here. Absolutely. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Of course. All right. Have a good rest of the conference. Bye, everybody. Hi, everybody. This is Abby and Lori. We are back at you live from LDA International Conference from the Flamingo in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we've got Mark here from Landmark College. Hey, Mark, thanks for joining us. Hi, Abby. Hi, Lori. Nice to have you. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Absolutely. Of course. We were so excited to see you guys here. Tell us a little bit about what you do for Landmark College. Sure. I'm the vice president for marketing and communications. So I oversee all the marketing materials, the website, um, and internal communications as well. All right. Awesome. And then for our listeners, tell us, because we are excited about Landmark College, tell us a little bit about Landmark College and what makes you guys special. Sure. So Landmark College was founded in 1985 by 
a man named Dr. Charles Drake, who had founded the Landmark School in uh, Massachusetts for students with dyslexia. Hmm. And a few years later, uh, recognized that there was a need for a college that did the same thing, served the same population. Um, so we started as largely a transitional place where students could go to get the supports they needed to then go on to college. Um, but within time, we evolved into a four-year institution. So we now offer uh, bachelor's degrees, associate degrees, online programs, and we serve a wider range of students with LD. So our students may have dyslexia, ADHD, autism, or uh, any other type of learning disability. Oh, great. So, and where is Landmark located? Landmark is in Putney, Vermont, which is in southeastern Vermont. Oh, that just sounds um, like a lot of covered bridges. It does. It sounds beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful part of the country, and it's um, we recognize that it's far from some places like sure. Las Vegas or California, but California is actually our one of our biggest uh, feeder states. In really? Fact, this, yeah. This spring, um, our, it's our number one state for where our spring class came wow. from. Wow. That's what's great. what's the what's the student population? How big? And then class sizes. No, sure. To student ratio. Yeah. So we have about 450 student residential students on campus, and then I would say we we have probably a couple of hundred of online students, okay. which includes um, a high school dual enrollment program. Um, the faculty student to faculty ratio is six to one, so they're pretty oh, small wow. classes. That's yeah. incredible. Very personalized approach, um, lots of support, um, which is exactly what our students need. So we talk a lot about accessing disability services when you're in college and and transitioning and how to advocate for those services and needs. So since you are a college specializing in students with learning disabilities, do the students still get academic accommodations? Do they have to have a current evaluation report to show evidence of a diagnosed disability and That's that, a great those question. types of things? Yeah, so you, you really hit it, uh, hit the nail on the head because all of our students are required to have a diagnosis. Um, they do not need to request accommodations or access services especially. All students have an academic advisor who kind of serves as their centralized support provider, gets them to, you know, whether it's executive function coaching or um, social pragmatic services, the whole range. Um, They're taught self-advocacy so they know how to seek what they need, but they're always, you know, we have these wraparound services Mm -hmm. that everyone knows how to get them where they need to be without any special requests. Wonderful. And then do you guys have some, you know, as they get near the end of their program, as far as transitioning into independent life, job, you know, career? Yep. We have a very active um, career connections office, and that has grown quite a bit in the last five years. So, yeah, we've made corporate partnerships that are creating um, internships for students who are neurodiverse. There's, as you probably probably know, there's a big neurodiversity at work uh, mm-hmm. movement. And we've really managed to tap into that with corporations like EY and um, Microsoft and some oh, wow. others. So yeah, That's it's awesome. uh, and our career connections advisors work really closely with our students to make sure they have experience in the area they need That's and awesome. knowledge in the area they need. So. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I'm so excited to get more people uh, learning about Landmark College and considering Landmark College if they have a, a there student are so with many an, kids that think maybe college isn't for them That's because right. of their you know learning challenges. And to me, this is like the perfect place because 
they're going to get the services they need and the support they need while they work on that degree. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And that's they the can excel. And, and they also, it sounds like if the faculty know that all the students have learning challenges, they're going to differentiate instruction and use universal models of learning and, and really meet them where they're at and teach them in their different learning styles. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up because all of our classroom uh, models are built on universal design. So that's oh, exactly the case. <laughs> that is awesome. I love it. Well, thank you. So the website is www.landmark.edu. Okay, perfect. We'll put that in the show notes. And then when do admissions usually open up or when when do you start accepting applications for, say, fall of 23? Probably already have done that, haven't you? Yep. So we have rolling admissions. So, um, yeah. And, you know, many times, as you know, with parents of students with an LD are looking very early for what their Uh options are. So we often get queries from people who have, you know, like eighth graders. Um, Sure. So we, we start, you know, we say we have a long runway. We start the process, you know, our admission counselors will work with our students will work with students um, even when they're not quite ready to come yet but they're um, you know they're working up to that point we also offer high school online high school dual enrollment and then a high school summer program for students who maybe are looking into transition oh, to college that's, that's awesome. great yeah oh wonderful well, we'll be ha- we'll be putting the link to the website in the show notes and then um, you know sharing this information and I don't know I'm thinking we might have you back on at a later date to get yes. spend a little bit more time because I've got a few more questions I have more questions I know we got to get back to our to Great. our activities for today. But thank you for taking time out of your day to meet with us. Thank you. I Super appreciate it. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for joining us and listening. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, everybody. We hope that you enjoyed listening to our mini interviews with some of our favorite people that we met at the conference. Live from LDA Con in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Um, if you guys have any suggestions or something you'd really like to hear us talk about, please Please, please, please do not hesitate to email us at letstalklearningdisabilities at gmail.com. Or you can visit our podcast website at www.ltldpodcast.com, where you can access all of our podcasts, either in chronological order or even they're grouped by categories if you are looking to listen to episodes regarding a specific category. Be sure to check that out as a resource. In our show notes for today's episode, we're going to include the contact information for the guests that we interviewed in case you want to reach out or learn more about what they do. And then on the website, we're going to have some pictures posted that we took that day too, um, just so you can see us in action. So thank you guys for listening. Have a great day and join us back for our next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. In our show notes, you can find information about today's talk, as well as links to resources and other episodes. If you have questions about today's talk, have ideas for future episodes, or just want to stay connected, you can contact us through Diagnostic Learning Services on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. So let's keep talking learning disabilities. This podcast is sponsored by eDiagnostic Learning. You can find more information at www.ediagnosticlearning.com.